0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode, episode number 18. That is right, closing in on 20. I'm not sure we'll get to 20 this year. I'm not sure how many weeks we have left. really isn't important to me trying to live in the moment right now. Um, but I think there will, will be at least one more episode for you guys this year. And I think that's going to be a pretty special, special episode. So, um, yeah, so just stay tuned for that. And we'll get right into the episode this week. For sports, packed week for baseball. On the 17th, they are away at Clinton. On the 18th, they are home versus Arthur Lovington at Woodham Hammond, ALH, whatever. Dub, easy dub. On the 19th, they are at Warrensburg. On the 21st, they are home versus Meridian. And on the 22nd, they are at... Cornerstone Christian Academy. As for softball, an equally busy week. On the 17th, they play at Clinton. 19th, at Warrensburg. On the 20th, they are home versus Cerro Gordo. The 21st, home versus Meridian. And on the 22nd, they are home versus Beardstown. As for track, on the 18th, they run at the Pyatt County Invite. And on the 22nd, they are at the Rockford Christian Invite. Girls Soccer, on the 17th, they are home versus Lincoln. And on the 18th, they are home versus Uni Lab. Like, University of Illinois Lab School, High School, I don't know. Long name, something. And as for boys, tennis. They're getting it done on the 18th at MacArthur which is still an indicator. Uh, I'm assuming it'll be at Fairview. So, if you can get out there, watch some of them boys play tennis. Support support the St. T team. Get out there and do it. Moving into lunch on the 17th it is is 18th, La Gondola, the 19th, Del Carmens, 20th is Subway and y'all know what day the 21st is It's Linda Hand Day So no pizza Friday You know I just participated in the uh, The senior Linda Hand Day on Wednesday When everybody else was taking the PSAT or SAT Or whatever, whatever the heck they were doing um, And moving right Into segment number two We are here with Two very special guests Matt and Joe Brummer
1: What's up guys we're back Yep once again That's right Today's topic, baseball.
0: We know how much you guys love baseball. Mm-hmm. Been playing with you guys since like 9U. Insane. All right, let's kick it right off. What is your favorite memory? could be high school or
1: travel. Hitting a – last year we were playing at University of Indianapolis. Hit a 400-foot tank off of a Division I pitcher. And my little joke is I took his commitment from that. <laughs>
2: Uh, yep. My favorite was in the sectional semi last year. I hit a home run
0: to basically win the game. Go going crazy. Um, which season do you prefer for uh, travel season or the high school season?
1: It's hard. There's different aspects that I like about each one. Um, during the high school season, you get like a team family aspect that you don't get in the summer. But the summer is more fun and easy. More like just have go out there and have fun. That makes sense.
2: I kind of agree with Matt. And like during the summer, it's a lot better weather as well. Yes. But uh, the summer is like more loosey goosey, and like everybody's having fun, and not as strict.
0: Which one you say is more like more difficult to play in?
1: There's a lot harder competition in the summer than there is. Yeah. Yeah. High school season.
0: Um. So you guys are both pitchers. What is your best pitch or like your go-to pitch? Like, say you're down on the count, you just got you just got one to throw. Which pitch you throwing? The Bayou Sauce. Gotta give him a fastball.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm same thing. If I'm if I need to get a pitch over, I'm going to throw a fastball.
0: Have you ever intentionally like hit a kid?
1: No, no <laughs> I haven't intentionally hit a kid. But like we used to play the same team and travel, and I would hit him every single at bat. He played for the Springfield Mets. He's a little little lefty. Every time, I think I broke his ankle one game. Like I'm not kidding. I hit him every time he came up.
0: I remember that I was sitting. In a, <laughs> I was sitting in a dugout. I was injured with a strained groin, and. The sound, it made, it was like plastic breaking.
1: Now, if for some reason you're listening, I'm sorry, Jack Rose, but I hit you every time I faced you. <laughs> um, I
2: don't really think I've ever purposely hit people, but I do hit people. I used to hit people quite often. Now I'm better at not hitting people.
0: Same Bullpen Sessions at Robbie's place, those were scary. <laughs> I'm just saying I had one hit the wood behind me a couple times. <laughs> Didn't want to stand in there very often. All right. What's the best part of practice?
1: Um, if leaving. there if there's a good part of practice, leaving. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just like having fun out there.
2: Uh, on field BP is my favorite thing. Oh, yeah. When we
0: do BP on field, that's the
2: best.
1: Hard to beat. You. Do you guys have a cage that you use,
0: like like Matt Zion does?
2: We don't really use it, but we do have one. Yeah. And so what's the point
0: of having it? I have
2: no idea. Softball takes it a lot, though. That's kind of the problem.
0: What is, What is your favorite coach you've ever had? So whether that be. High school. Like any sport or just baseball related. Baseball related, and you can go in any sport too.
1: Hmm. Do you have yours in your head?
2: Yeah, I gotta go Mr. Mau Pau, uh, <laughs> um, Andy Maurers dad. He's uh he's always someone I can talk to and I'm out in the field
1: for baseball. He's my favorite. Now I'm not gonna say his entire name that we give him a nickname, but Adam Peters. Yeah. He's my boy.
0: Adam Peters is the <laughs> man. My favorite coach for baseball was Paul Campbell. Yes. Uh, dude, love that dude. man. Paul <laughs> is insane. Him or Allen. Yeah, dude. Out Al, Big out. What's your favorite pitch to see as a batter?
1: Fastball. Yeah,
2: I'd say a fastball, uh, middle in, mm. turn on it. Middle
1: out, still turn on it regardless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who would you consider your biggest rival?
2: I'd say probably Warrensburg at this point for baseball. Did you just blow them out, though. Uh, no, we lost to them. earlier. Shelby, the Shelby yeah. Shelby Shelbyville is always
1: a good game. Yeah.
0: Who would you guys just blow out? Like uh, just killed yeah. that's who it was. Seventeen to two. Golly, who who play in that 20, 20 to zero game? Uh, Central I and M. Because it was not listed on the Instagram, I was trying to figure out who <laughs> it was. You guys trashed like that. Yeah, they're, they
2: were not that. They were not quite that good.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: Bubble gum or sunflower seeds. I'm a sunflower seeds guy any day of the week. Now, recently,
1: <laughs> recently, I've been picking up some bubble gum, you know, because you gotta put two in before the game, and if you get out, you gotta take those out because it's bad luck. You gotta put one in. Feel me? But bubble gum's the way to go. What brand though? Oh, baz- what was what, what it, it called? I don't know. The one at the. F- oh my gosh. At what? In those buckets. I don't know. The Hubba uh, Bubba.
2: Bubble double. Uh, double bubble. Double bubble. Double bubble. I'm I'm a big either taco supreme seed guy or I've been enlightened to the new cheeseburger seeds. Cheeseburger seeds, no, no no. ranch, sweet sweet
1: and spicy is the go to seeds. Can't beat it. Ranch is always my go to, or or, dill pickle. Dill pickle hits.
2: Don't knock cheeseburger seeds until you try them. I will say that.
1: Speaking of dill pickle, the last two home runs I hit, I've had dill actively chewing and spitting out seeds as I hit it. It's kind of kind of fun.
0: Dill pickle's where it's at. All right, now getting more into what you guys recently did. You guys just signed to college.
1: Yes. Where are you guys going to college at? Uh, I'm Matt, and I'm going to Quincy University. I'm Joe, and
2: I'm going to Illinois Wesleyan.
1: All right, so Matt, why did you choose Quincy? Um, so I went there and like this little like workout thing in the summer, and then just they seemed inter- like they seem really interesting. After I threw, so I'm going to go down there and pitch. And it's just a nice atmosphere. I mean, I know that people say it's going to be lame, but. Man college stuff there but I was like it's gonna be nice they're gonna give me all uh, my academic opportunities I need and then athletic too and right now they're one of the top division two teams in all the nation right now so that's pretty like I'm gonna go to like a team that's winning so that's yeah that makes a good sense. aspect yeah
0: a, a d2 team that's better than a lot of d1 teams are a lot but some well yeah. I mean like high point University yeah. like they got like <laughs> three wins last year so I mean <laughs> all right and Joe why'd you choose Wesleyan
2: I mean, I really chose Wesleyan for football, and I just happen to be playing baseball as well there. But um, uh, I love the atmosphere. The Bloomington normal area is like a really nice area to be in, and it's right by ISU. So it's a great college town, and like the campus is amazing, and the people are there even better. So I, I've just enjoyed it there. And uh, football, hopefully, we can get it going when we get down there or up there, technically.
0: Yeah, up there. Um yeah, I feel like a lot of people will knock like small school athletes because I feel like all oh, the campuses is just like it's dead. I feel like it's completely opposite. I feel like sometimes those small campuses can be even more alive than the big campuses are.
2: I just went to a football practice yesterday and it was a really engaging and high motored practice. So I think D three is not something to knock on, but
1: I, and, I I like it. And Quincy is a small school, but I feel like every school I mean every sports team at Quincy supports the other sports teams. Like, oh yeah, like at the games you'll see the baseball team at the basketball games in the front row cheering. You'll see them at the football games. So I feel like it's going to be nice. That's why
0: it's the same thing as Finley. It's like everybody yeah. goes to everybody's events. Yeah.
2: I'd say Illinois Wesleyan is the same thing because uh, when I went for an earlier visit in the year, we went to a basketball game and we cheered on. We were in the student section and we were the
0: loudest people there. So it was really fun. <laughs> like like Even like the mascot. The mascot goes to the golf events. <laughs>
1: oh, Thank yeah. yeah man, Derek it. the oiler.
0: <laughs> All right. So
2: what, do you, what are you boys going to major in? I'm going into nursing and then hopefully – to become a nurse
1: anesthetist. And so I'm definitely majoring in biology, but I've thought about uh, Florida with the idea of double majoring biology and chemistry, which would not be very easy, but I can do it. And go into pre-med and oncology is where my ending thing is.
0: Okay. Do you think that those majors are going to become significantly harder with the amount of time you're going to put into sports? Mine definitely, especially when I will start clinicals,
2: like around junior year, it'll be tough to manage everything, but I think I'll be able to do it. Because the coaches are open to being a student just as much as an athlete.
1: I know there's a pitcher that's pre-med currently on the roster, so I know it's doable, but I'm going to have to, like, balance classes and take classes to have a lighter schedule during the fall and spring whenever we start playing. It's
0: hard. I know. Because I decided for classes, and I got, like, zero free time (laughs) until, like, 8 o'clock. And it's like, 8 o'clock, you're doing homework, and then you're going to bed. Yeah. All right, was the college selection process difficult for you?
1: Kind of, because I mean, people always, like, I don't know. The College athletics right now is hard because there are so many people transferring and taking up spots because if you're a college, you want the older guy that's been experienced and then no one wants an 18-year-old coming in from high school. Well,
0: and, like, six-year seniors. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, there's six-year seniors. and I saw a kid in Oregon who's a ninth-year, like, it's crazy. What's going on? I don't know. but So we it's hard to find an actual spot, but so i said say, yeah, it was pretty hard to.
2: Uh, mine wasn't that hard because my Wesleyan was trying to get me out of the gate with football. So I just stuck with them through all of it. And uh, they, I mean, I didn't get any like big name schools trying to get me, but it's just because of the stockpile of transfers and the transfer portal is humongous. There's like. An absurd amount of kids that are trying to transfer and go to different schools. But it's hasn't been terribly hard for me. What is your opinion on the transfer portal?
1: My philosophy is, is why would you choose a school in the first place if you're just going to leave it? Yeah. But I don't know. I, I get what they're doing because I know they're not playing. They want to go somewhere else. And maybe it's an opportunity to go to a better place than what they were. But... I don't know. Well, now
0: it's about money, too. They're going go, to get that's, more money. That's
1: crazy. I mean, yeah, I'm, I was all for paying college players, but now what it's turned into, I'm not liking it. I feel
2: the same way. I think it was a good idea earlier when the NIL deals were not a thing, but now that they're a thing and everyone's transferring to do all that, and plus you got to tack on the COVID years that a lot of kids are getting because when the COVID happened, and they're taking away opportunities for high schoolers to get up there. So it's just uh, I wish – it should still be a thing, but it should definitely cut down the amount of people that are eligible to go into the transfer portal. I definitely
0: agree. All right, my last question today. What advice would you give to student-athletes who are currently going through the same process?
1: If you want to go play college somewhere, there is a college for you. Now, you don't have to go to the big D1 school and be like that guy on campus, but you, there are – what people realize is, is D3 athletics are hard enough to get into, and if you're playing a sport in college, you're like one of 2% of high school athletes that make it. So be proud of yourself regardless if it's JUCO, NAIA, D3, D2, D1. Just do it and find a place that's good for you.
2: I would agree because there's a fraction, like a very small fraction of people like Matt said that even play college sports, so if it doesn't matter what luck don't knack on Division three and Division two and like NAI. There, there are kids on Division three teams that are better than most Division one, and
1: most is a stretch. But there well, are I some. mean, yeah, they're I mean,
2: like your stud, your stud on a Division three team. It could be better than a bench guy on a Division one team. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of kids that go D one and never play, they could easily play at like, and they would benefit by more by playing at a Division three or Division two school. And it's still good competition is what I'm trying to say.
0: No, absolutely. Like, in the golf world, like, people's number one on their team is, like, the same throughout. Like, I know guys mm-hmm. who will play D3 are as good as the number, number one at, like, Loyola Chicago. Mm-hmm. But it's about, like, going down the roster how deep they are. Yeah. I think my advice to people is, like, I like to explain things in business terms, is be marketable. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you are a product and you're trying to sell yourself to somebody. And so you need to find things going to set yourself apart from other people. And I feel like by doing that, you're going to get a lot of coaches' attention. Uh, never turn down a phone call with a coach. Yep.
1: Because they know people, and they can tell people if you're being unwilling to work with and stuff. That's
0: right. Cause, and, even if, and even if they don't like, think you're a good fit for them, they might recommend it to another coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, hey, this guy isn't great right for me, but he's right for your program.
2: All, all the coaches talk to each other, even if you don't think they do. But every other college coach, they at least talk to many coaches around them and they will, like, talk about players and stuff like that. So just reach out to one coach, and then maybe some other coach will hear from you from him and call you instead. Or don't be afraid to send emails. That's, (laughs) like, just send out your film to anyone and everyone that has a pulse, and someone will
0: reach back out to you. I promise. You know, absolutely. Um, For me, I think I sent over, like, 500 emails, which is crazy. (laughs) It's a crazy amount of time because they were individually, like, specialized. Mm -hmm. But, I mean... It it got me the looks I did, and I'm glad I did it. I mean, all the time, and it was worth it. And definitely spend time. If you want to do it, it's going to involve some time with it, and you would be willing to put in that time and the work. And for baseball specifically, you
2: don't have to go to all the PBR events, but I would advise going to, like, college showcases and to get information from college coaches to make you better and stuff like that because they're more hands-on, and PBR doesn't really, like, teach you anything. They just market you, and they don't really, like, try to – I don't know, advance your skills. They just like uh, keep it down as stats or I don't know what I'm trying to say. But they, yeah. they, they, they're
0: not building a personal like relationship. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this segment. Thank you guys so much for coming on today. Yep. Thanks for having us again. All right. And moving right into segment number three, I'm here with Special Returner, as always.
3: Lauren White, what's up guys?
0: That's right, we'll be doing another rendition of This Day in History. Are you ready? Absolutely. Alright, This Day in History, April 18th, 2023. Cody Dotson learns how to use the Bluetooth feature on the Roadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> My wild desire. <laughs> I fell into a ring of fire. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is Johnny Cash. It's a good pick. Um, well, uh, Paul Revere went on his classic midnight ride where he goes, "The British are coming! The British are coming!"
0: The classic. I remember. I remember like that story's kind of like prominent. That's like the first like Revolutionary War story that we've ever like. Yeah. Probably. That I ever learned about.
3: I feel like I've seen that on like like animated like little kids books and stuff.
0: I think it was part of like the. Something like Schoolhouse Rock at one point. I think it was a Schoolhouse I Rock think song. It was. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Fire. Shout out to Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock is probably the reason I'm so successful in school nowadays.
3: Honestly, I love that. It's
0: so good. All right. Next one. April eighteenth, nineteen oh six. San Francisco earthquake. The great San Francisco earthquake killed three thousand people. Ooh. Crazy, right?
3: Yeah. And for that time, I think that's kind of a lot of people too. I know. I feel like I've got to do this one since we're you know here at a Catholic school, but St. Peter's Basilica, which is kind of a big deal, the first stone of St. Peter's Basilica was laid by Pope Julius II. Wow. Yeah. on On this day.
0: That's crazy. All right. On April eighteenth, nineteen fifty five. Uh, the great German American physicist Albert Einstein uh, passes away. Crazy, isn't it?
3: It's kind of weird to think that, like, my grandparents—probably both our grandparents—were alive when he died. Like, it makes it. Yeah, seem like it, not I think. That long yeah, ago.
0: it really doesn't. Dang crazy. Except when he was born in 1879. Well, yeah. Then, then yeah, really yeah, yeah, long yeah, time yeah, ago, yeah.
3: But when you go to death, it doesn't as much. Um. Not sure if anyone knows who this is. Hopefully some of you guys do, but Grace Kelly, pretty, like, really famous American actress um, back in, oh, 50s, I think. Um, Married, she married uh, Rainier III, who was the prince of Monaco. She left acting to become a princess in Monaco, and she married him today.
0: Fire. All right, I have one for you. That's kind of interesting. On April 18th, Tw- 2018, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia cinemas are reopened, and the first sh- movie showed is uh, the first Black Panther when it
3: first came out. Really? Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool actually. April 18th. Uh, hold on, let me find a year. April 18th, 1971. Same year my dad was born. My favorite actor's birthday. David Tennant. Don't know if anyone knows who that is. If you've seen any uh He was in Harry Potter. He was Barty Crouch Jr. He's in Doctor Who as the Doctor. He was in Marvel. He was in Jessica Jones. Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah it's oh, pretty cool. All right. Our next is more of, you know, more of an interest to me probably because I'm Lutheran. but on April 18th, uh 1521, Cardinal Alexander begins questioning Martin Luther. Oh. Yeah. Interesting.
3: Yeah. That's pretty neat. Uh this is gonna kinda jump back to Paul Revere time. In April eighteenth, seventeen eighty three, uh must be during the American Revolutionary War, George Washington issued a general order which announced the end of hostilities with Britain. The actual war doesn't end until September when they sign a treaty, but the fighting I guess kind of stopped, and they celebrated by authorizing an extra ration of alcohol to the troops.
0: Fire. <laughs> Insane. Alright, maybe our last one here. April 18th, 1861, Colonel Robert E. Lee turns down the offer to the com- to command the Union armies in the U.S. Civil War. And that is going to wrap it up for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening today. And uh yeah, I mean, if you haven't already, please go ahead and follow our socials at T-H-E-D-A-W-G-P-O-D. W D P-O-D, that is at the dog pod on Instagram and Spotify. And uh a shout out to our partners, Bulldog Buzz. You can follow you can find them at Bulldog Buzz No Spaces All Lowercase on YouTube, posting episodes there bi weekly. And yeah. A special message, actually. Uh, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but just know that you are loved and you are appreciated. And, yeah, have a good day, guys. We will see you next time.